Good morning and welcome to this liturgy for the fourth Sunday in Lent from Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Chicago. It was one year ago this weekend, as everything was beginning to shut down, that we had our first service on Facebook Live. Then on the next Sunday, we began Zoom liturgy. In June, our staff returned to the church building to lead our services. But due to some internet problems, we join you today as leaders in our homes. As we mark the one year, the year since the pandemic shut down church and so much of our lives, next Sunday, there will be a rite of remembrance and lament for the several million lost around the world as part of our liturgy. More information in the e-news this week. Today's gospel includes the well-known verse, John 3.16, which speaks of God's great love for the world. And our Ephesians text is one that Lutherans love about God's grace. Therefore, we at Holy Trinity welcome all without exception. We welcome you, however and whatever you feel about church and organized religion, and whether you've ever been in our building. And we welcome one another, whatever the color of our skin, our gender, our sexual identities, and together, because of this grace, God empowers us to work for the common good and to stand against all forms of hate and prejudice. Since last fall, we've been hearing guest preachers from the other three congregations in the Lakeview Lutheran Parish. It's been a wonderful experience. And today we welcome Pastor Kelly Falstich from Resurrection Lutheran, located at Seminary and School. It's about a five minute walk from Holy Trinity. In fact, all of the other three congregations are about a five minute walk from our own building. So now let us gather our hearts together as we begin this liturgy for the fourth Sunday in Lent.
grace of our the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. O oh God, rich in mercy, by the humiliation of your son, you lifted up this fallen world and rescued us from this hopelessness of death. Lead us into your light that all our deeds may reflect your love through Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Numbers. From Mount Hor, the Israelites set out by the way to the Red Sea to go around to the land of Edom. But the people became impatient on the way. The people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent poisonous serpents among the people, and they bit the people so that many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, we have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord, pray to, the Lord to take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said to Moses, make a poisonous serpent and set it on a pole. And everyone who has bitten shall look at it and live. So Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it upon a pole. And whenever a serpent bit someone, the person would look at the serpent of bronze and live. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. from the hand of the foe. Gathering them in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some were fools and took rebellious paths. Through their sins they were afflicted. They loathed all manner of food and drew near to death's door. Then in their trouble they cried to the Lord, and you delivered them from their distress. your word and healed them and rescued them from the grave. 
let them give thanks to you, Lord, for your steadfast love and your wonderful works for all people. Let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving and tell of your deeds with shouts of joy. A reading from Ephesians. You were dead through the trespasses and sins in which you once lived, following the course of this world, following the ruler of the power of air, the spirit that is now at work among those who are disobedient. All of us once lived among them in the passions of our flesh, following the desires of flesh and senses, and we were by nature children of wrath like everyone else. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which God loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. With Christ, God raised us up and enthroned us in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the ages to come might be shown the immeasurable riches of God's grace in kindness towards us in Jesus Christ. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the results of work, so that no one may boast. For we are what God has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. The word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, 
that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. Back in high school, my choir director was a very reverent Roman Catholic man who come the season of Lent would have us substitute a certain four syllable word beginning with the letter A with four other one syllable words so that we could practice any sacred music we were learning without using that A word and still be able to perform it come Eastertide. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. Singing glory, it is Lent now. Jesus lifted me. This hymn, 860 in the Evangelical Lutheran Worship Hymnals, comes to us out of the African-American Call and Response Tradition that according to the ELW Hymnal Companion to Suzanne Flandreau of the Center for Black Music, in Ch Music Research in Chicago, is part of a, a collection of hymns that were passed down orally and not recorded or published until fairly recently. This hymn first showing up in 1971 in an Episcopal hymnal supplement. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. The next verse is, Satan had me bound. Jesus lifted me. When I was in trouble, Jesus lifted me. Each verse of this song is sung in thanksgiving to God for all that God has done and continues to do and to be and to move. In our reading from Numbers this morning, Moses has led the people out of Egypt. After years of living as enslaved peoples and then the plagues and the Passover, the journey through the waters and the diet of manna and quail, the commandments declared, after all of this, Moses and Aaron and Miriam and the people in the wilderness are for the most part not glad. We might understand the Israelites' attitude here, our, our compassion, our sympathy might be with them. We know it had been a long and hard road from Egypt. We know that they had left behind the familiar in the hopes of something better. 
But the narrator of this numbers text makes it pretty clear that this is not just an instance of, of righteous lament or faithful crying out. They became impatient, verse 4 reads. And so the Israelites start whining, complaining, for there is no food and water and we detest this miserable food. It's similar to saying we have nothing to eat while looking into that full fridge or the we have nothing to do when there's game consoles and sports equipment and books sitting idly by. The Israelites' complaint here isn't meant with parental challenge or just exasperation, though the complaining here is met with God's response of sending poisonous snakes, deadly snakes. This is more than God placing a, a red no circle with a slash through the word whining or God changing the Wi-Fi password so that the children of Israel will find another activity. God sends down snakes to kill the whiners. I can't say I remember any Sunday school crafts for this passage growing up, can you? But when the people make corporate confession, we have sinned, and Moses prays on their behalf, the God who we sometimes sing about changing not changes the course and instructs Moses in the ways of fashioning a bronze serpent on a stick. And the people look to that which was lifted up and provided by God, and they live. In Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus, the Pharisees who had come with question, the Pharisee who had come with questions at night, Jesus draws a connection between this bronze serpent in the wilderness with himself. Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life, Jesus tells Nicodemus. We might identify how the Son of Man is lifted up in John's passion narrative in two or three instances. On the cross, Jesus is lifted up. From the grave, Jesus is lifted up. And into heaven, to rule and to judge and to love and to live forever, Jesus is lifted up. For God loved the world that God gave Jesus so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. Out of love, God gives Jesus. Out of, out of love, God lifts God's self up. Out of a broken and violent world, out of death and finality, out of the now, into the forever, or what may be. God's strength, God's presence, God's love is so vast that extends beyond all human barriers and all human understandings. It, it's like those videos. I remember one from physics in high school that show a person standing on earth or sitting on earth. And then the shot pans out to the country, 
maybe. And then the, the whole planet and the solar system and, and beyond and beyond and beyond. God is like that. God of creation, of the cosmos, of the world. It's a reminder that it's not just all about us. And, and still that, that vision, that video, that, that capacity, I think works in reverse too. God's strength and presence with and love for all creation, for the cosmos, for the world, for this community, for our congregations also includes us, you, you child of God, God's strength and presence with and God's love is for you too, right now, wherever you are or however you are. Whining about the wilderness or, or giving thanks for what's in your world today, asking questions late at night or, or confident on this Sunday morning, really living into Lent or feeling a little Easter joy creeping in, hopeful or fearful or angry or glad, you are part of this world that we hear about in the gospel. You are, are part of this world that God so loved and that God so loves. Child of God, sealed with the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever, lifted up as beloved this day and always. You are loved. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. Singing glory. <laughs> Jesus lifted me.
let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together in Christ. By grace, you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit, that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. Well, good morning, Holy Trinity. Uh, we are going to now do our rite of enrollment. And so in order to prepare for this, uh, we're going to do something that we've done in the past so that we can spotlight uh, certain folks. So I'd invite you now to go into gallery view in the upper right hand corner of your screen and then to turn off your camera, uh, unless you are one of our sponsors, journeyers or leaders of our catechumenate process here, Life Together. So let's do that real quick. And as you do that, I just wanted to say a few words about what the right of enrollment is and what Life Together is. Life Together is our catechumenate process or what we'd call our discipleship formation process here at Holy Trinity. And this year's process has been led by Molly Barron and Anna Gestaitis, which has been amazing and fun. Uh, and we've had a great mix of uh, journeyers this year from newcomers, folks who've never even been to our sanctuary in person, uh, to folks who have been long-term members of our congregation. So it's never too early or too late to go through this catechumenic process for, process. It's for everyone, really. And our journeyers and sponsors this year are as follows. We have Courtney Hindman, who's preparing for baptism and is sponsored by Patty Erickson. We have Kathleen Phillips, who is sponsored by Beth Morris. We have Tony Michaud, who is sponsored by Nikki Petroff. And we have Allison Emery, who's sponsored by Jenna Payton. And like I said, this year's group has been so fun to work with and it's been just so fearlessly led by Molly and Anna. And I've been such in awe of all of it working out the way it has. So we welcomed all of these journeyers uh, through the rite of welcome back on February 13th at a Saturday night uh, HT loop service. But now we wanted to make sure we have the entire congregation's participation in, in at least one of these rites. And so today we bring to you the rite of enrollment. So let us begin. The following persons desire to make their public intention to be baptized and to affirm their baptisms at the coming festival of our Lord's death and resurrection. So beginning with Courtney. 
Courtney, by God's grace, you have been drawn to this congregation. You have heard the word of God and prayed with us. Do you desire to be baptized? I do. And by God's grace, Kathleen, Tony, and Allison, you also have been drawn to this congregation. You have heard the word of God and prayed with us. Do you desire to affirm your baptism? I do. I do. I do. And now sponsors. You have been companions to these women in their journey of faith. Have they been faithful in hearing the word of God and receiving it as a pattern for their lives? Yes, yes. by the grace, by of, the God. grace of God. <laughs> and now people of God, as you went, will you support these candidates chosen by God through your prayer, presence, and example? As you observe the disciplines of Lent, will you be for them a community of love and growth and grace? If so, please say we will and we ask God to help us. We will, we will, we will and we ask, and we ask God, God to guide us. The following person is a candidate for baptism, Courtney Heinemann. We welcome you, we welcome you we welcome to this you time for preparation for baptism. The following persons are candidates for affirmation of baptism. Kathleen Phillips, Tony Michaud, Allison Emery. We welcome you. We welcome you to this time of affirmation of baptism. And now normally, if we were in our sanctuary space, we'd have a big book to write their names in, but we will have to forego that until a future time. So we continue now with the blessing. Candidates, you're invited to stand and kneel as you feel comfortable. And I invite everyone now at this time um, to turn back your cameras on. And then if you'd like to, to extend a hand of blessing as we uh, share this blessing with our candidates. Let us pray. Merciful God, creator and giver of life, you have called all people from darkness into light from error into truth, from death into life. Grant grace to Courtney, Kathleen, Tony, and Allison, and bless them. Raise them by your spirit. Revive them by your word. Form them by your Bring them to the water of life and to the bread and cup of blessing, that with all your people, they may bear witness to your grace and praise you forever. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Continue to journey with us now through Lent as we prepare for the festival of our Lord's death and resurrection. God bring you in peace and joy to the day of your baptism and affirmation of baptism and to fullness of life in Christ. Amen. Amen. What a wonderful way to welcome new folks to our community. Actually, this catechumenate that Pastor Bilmer is referring to is from the early centuries of the church. And these traditions are rich and long of a way to welcome people through baptism and other forms into our community. During these brief announcements, there'll be several links appearing in the chat. First is a, a giving site for those who'd like to make an online offering. 
a forum also for newcomers. We'd love to find out a little bit about you and uh, if you and add you to our weekly e-newsletter list as well. Today, follow worship, we have small bites each, each week. Small bites means a half hour forum. And today's session will be led by Ryan Laherd with a topic so relevant. These are uncertain times, so what? The session will include some insights from an expert on Jewish mysticism, and from this will give us wisdom for living with uncertainties and the mysteries of life. Speaking of newcomers, tomorrow there will be an orientation at 7 o'clock p.m. for any of you who would like to find out more about Holy Trinity, meet a few others, and if you are interested in becoming a member or an associate member, that means an associate member that you would keep your primary membership at another community, another denomination, another congregation around the country. That is all fine. So it's for folks both living in Chicago or in other places. There will be in the chat a link to register, but I will also add my um, email because that will be the way that I will send you the, the Zoom link for tomorrow night at 7 p.m. And finally, next Saturday is a volunteer opportunity with the Crib Shelter which we do each month or each month, and there will be more information in the chat as well. We continue now with the musical offering as we uh, consider the many ways that we offer our faith and our lives and our service to God and to our world.
On this fourth Sunday in Lent, let us pray to our loving God for all the needs of the world. O oh God, empower all the baptized for ministries of service throughout this pandemic. Bless Courtney, Grady, and all of those preparing for baptism, and Allison, Kathleen, and Tony preparing for affirmation of baptism at Easter. Let us pray. Continue your creation of this good earth. Nurture spring growth that feeds hungry creatures and bless the fields being prepared for the growing season. Let us pray. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. In Brazil and wherever COVID-19 rages, send healing. In Myanmar and wherever tyranny rules, restore human rights. In Nigeria and wherever there is domestic terrorism, send concord. In Ethiopia and wherever there is bloodshed, bring peace. In Yemen and wherever people starve, give food and water. In the United States and wherever there is discrimination, inspire all residents to honor one another and to strive for justice. Let us pray. Give rest and welcome to migrants. Protect all who are incarcerated or who live on our streets. Hear our prayers for those who suffer from disaster, hunger, or disease, especially those we name in the chat or by unmuting. Mariella Faith. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Bless the HT Loop and HT Lakeview worshiping communities, including those who have joined us online during the past year. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. We praise you for all the saints who have lived and died in Christ, especially Blessed Mary, Patrick, and Joseph. And we remember before you all who have died from COVID-19. At the end, bring us with them into life in your presence. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. To you, O God, our only God, we entrust all for whom we pray through Jesus Christ, our loving Lord. Amen. Holy God, our living water and our faithful companion, our true guide, by your word, you created a world with rivers and seas, wells and springs. And in your mercy, you provided water for your people in the wilderness. For your word with the water of baptism, we thank you, O God. We thank you, O God. We praise you for Christ, who joined us in our desert, calling us to righteousness, granting forgiveness, and walking with us into newness of life. For Jesus, your gracious word, we glorify you, O God. We glorify you, O God. Through these days of Lent, we plead for your spirit, that strengthened by your word, we may care for others and for the world you made, and for work, for justice, and peace for all. For your word in our hearts and minds, we praise you, O God. We praise you, O God. Receive our thanksgiving. 
and grant us and grant us your blessing, holy God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May Christ, who calls you to take up your cross, give you strength to bear your own and one another's burdens. And may God bless you now and forever. Amen.
Go in peace. Remember the poor. Thanks be to God. This time I invite you all to turn on your um, cameras so we can see you as we share the peace with one another. The peace of Christ be with you always. And also with you. Also with you. Peace, 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 peace,